Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Draw the Blinds on Yesterday, and this is episode seven. It was written by Marcus L. Rowland, and our GM is Nick Swan. Once again, I'll be doing the recap as Father Damielos. So, without further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. A letter of update to Metropolitan Theodorus of Epistemopolis, Greece. Evloite, your eminence. Soon it will be time for me to give up this indulging of my curiosity. I have, in my life, seen many things, which we have discussed in private, uh, and I am familiar with the deceptions of the evil one. But in this case, we may be dealing with something different, something possibly based in technology. As I mentioned before, the men from the airport wanted to question us concerning their recent events. They did not seem too surprised to see us. We told them basically everything we knew and suspected. They in turn showed us a video of the interview with the woman. And like on so many other occasions before, she simply spoke a few words to them and was released. I know you have scolded me on my preoccupation with the American cinema, but if I were to make a comparison, the woman is very similar to Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Star Wars movie, and she is using a Jedi mind trick to fool the officers. You know, you really should see the movie. It's actually quite good. They offered us no solid reason why we should stop our investigation, so we have chosen to continue, but we have their telephone number if we need help. We went to visit the honeymakers, uh, who are very harmless. Uh, I'm sure they are simply looking for something spiritual in their lives, and their chosen path is not without merit, but there was nothing there. We decided then to visit uh, the Southwell farm, but on the way, we passed an unusual pile of rocks in a field uh, just off the side of the road. When we examined them, we were convinced that it had been another Saracen stone and that it had recently been demolished. Uh, by what means, we could not tell. There were no signs of scorching or explosives used at all. The people we met at Southwell's farm were very odd. Uh, as Mr. Enel had said, uh, William also noticed that there was a complete absence of animal activity, not even insects made noise there, exactly as we had experienced near the Saracen Stone near Drew's Pool. One of the young children slipped a note into William's pocket which we examined later after we had left the farm, the message said, there is something wrong here and my family are doing bad things. Something will happen tonight. It always happens at the full moon, but they make me sleep. And it was signed by the little girl, Ethel. We did not know whether we should take it seriously or not. You know how children are, but we decided to do a kind of a stakeout uh, at the farm that night, tonight, and call the authorities if anything unusual happened. 
We then traveled to Wainwright's farm, simply out of curiosity. It, it was mostly dilapidated, and we took a short look around. What we found was a wall in the side of the farmhouse into which had been incorporated blocks of Saracen bluestone. And like the fieldstone that we had found, they had recently shattered with no evidence of an explosion. They were simply broken. The rest of the bricks around them were pretty much intact. Rod made an interesting observation then. He noticed that the three points where we had discovered Saracen stones were all in a direct line and that they may fall on what he called a lee line. Uh, it's all very, very strange. We went to Anel's farm to speak with Mr. Fred Anel. Uh, his was a beautiful and picturesque farm, the model of efficiency. As my companions spoke to the farmer, I wandered over to a stand of trees that falls between Enel's and Southwell's property. There had been a fire. Fred had told us that Southwell had recklessly ignited a fire in their field during the dry season. When I reached the stand of trees, I could see the damage, and it was very unusual. Some of the trees had been almost entirely consumed, while others remained completely untouched. I, I tried to imagine what it must have looked like, and I remembered my dream, the fire. I then noticed a large pile of straw near the Southwell's homestead, and I could not help but wonder if it concealed a Saracen stone. Even Mr. Enel found this odd since the Southwells owned a proper combine. Too many strange things with these people. Apparently they also keep their animals inside in an unhealthy manner. We will see tonight if there's anything to, to this strange information we received from the girl. As you may recall from our conversations in the past, Your Eminence, trouble seems to follow me around. Perhaps it is my lot in life that God places me in a strategic place to discomfort the machinations of the evil one. We shall see. Please pray for us and those involved in this dangerous adventure. Presbyteros Damielos Grigoritis, St. Hieronymus Parish, Norberton, London, England. Thanks, John. Um, so I believe you're currently um, all in the pub. No, I think we're still at the farm, aren't we? Are you still at the farm? I think so. Because I'm over by the trees. Oh, yes. Yeah, you haven't gone back yet, have you? Mm -hmm. I might still be at the pub. Yes. Um, Nigel is um, still walking the dog. I think I said, okay, I'm wa I've wandered back to the in group. The pub. Um, oh, yes, right. Well, last time, you, you did, I think the last thing you did, you discovered that there was something rather odd with the uh, the pattern of burning in the trees. Mm -hmm. It seemed to be a, a uniform burn. It seemed to be rather sporadic in nature. Um, it's, I guess it's about one o'clock in the afternoon now. And I've, I've wandered back to the others, talking to Fred Enel. Okay. Well, I mean, anything I can do to help you, um, just, uh, just stay, really. You know, we all appreciate what you did with uh, 
Getting rid of that monkey thing. Whatever uh, it was. Mr. Mr. Enel. Um, Fred, call ever... me Fred, please. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, have you ever noticed at the full moon anything strange coming from over here in this farm? I've noticed over the years very few normal things coming from that farm, to be honest with you. Do they have parties or gatherings or strange well, ritualistic look, bonfire lighting things? Since the old man died. You know, I mean, it, it used to be just you had like one family over there. But um, sorry, my, my accent went a little bit weird there. I don't know what that was. Something I had for breakfast. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's more than one family now. It's, well, they're all his kids. His kids are all there with their women and their, their kids. And, you know, it's a bit, um, it's a bit crazy over there, to be honest with you. Do you know anything about their children? Only that they're, uh, a bit wild, a bit feral. They don't attend school? No, no, that's been, uh, that was a subject of consternation for quite a while down in the village. You know, I mean, one thing I would say is that they, they're the only people around here who haven't shown um, any interest in what happened to the, the two boys. I don't think we've seen them down the village since that happened, to be honest with you. I'm sorry, are you saying that they showed no interest? No, they just we haven't seen them. Mm. I think the last last time they were down in the village, maybe a week or two before that. They don't go down there that often. I mean, they're quite self sufficient up there. I see them, you know, because I can't I can't help but miss them. You know, can't I can't miss them. They come right past over the rise. You see them coming over. You can hear them. You can hear it. Any vehicle on that road, I can hear it. Mm -hmm. Once it gets over that hill. Oh, I had another question. I can't think what it was. Hmm. All right. I think that we might agree with you, at least in some part, that they are rather strange people. Yeah, they're certainly very odd. They've got that, you know, always got the fire on, always, always smoke coming out of that barn. Well, and you say they keep their animals inside. That's not healthy at all. No. No, it's all that intensive farming. Well, anybody else? Any questions for Fred? So they got you staying in the village then until it's all sorted out, I suppose. Yes, at the, at the end. I don't have too much choice on that. Well then. Dear, oh dear. Ah, I know what my question was. When we were oh. coming up the road, down, down below, we noticed that it looked like a Saracen stone had been recently demolished. Yeah, um, 
I don't know. Um, it's, it's all been. I actually meant to phone up about that. I was. I was wondering about that myself because that was that was right old. I think that was a proper. Um, what's it, they call it? A scheduled monument. They call it. Um, you're not meant to break those up. Well, and we went and looked at it rather closely, and we couldn't see any evidence of how it would have been broken up. There was no explosive charge. No, there was. No I mean, fire. it just looks like it's been it's been smashed up, you know. Um, I mean, luckily it's not on my land because, uh, you know, that's all, I mean, it's 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 all common land that is. But um, if, I mean, if that was on my land, if I did that to a stone on my land, it'd be hell to pay. Yeah, they yeah, would. But, they would uh, find you. Heritage coming after you. Or a national trust or something. Been a hell of a lot of trouble for that. Are you aware at all of whether there is a stone on uh, Stonewell's land? Southwell's land, sorry. I'm sure there was one there, but I mean, they've put up so many barns and buildings over the years that I couldn't tell you whether mm -hmm. it's still there or not. But um, there used to be a fair few of them around the place, but over, over the years, you know, they've all they've all gone. There was one or two went when they put in the big road, and another one went when they put in the uh, the train lines. And um, what was it? Oh, hello, down the pub. There was a student coming a couple of years ago who was looking around the, the village. And he was doing all history and that. And he said that, um, he said a lot of them just got reused. He said, uh, I don't know if he was talking about like that here, but he, he, like, when we were talking about it, and he said, oh, some places you'll find like they've got castles and churches have got them in their walls and things because, you know, it's a oh, yes. stone. So and they just cut it up and used it. Yeah, we noticed that at uh, one of the uh, farms that we uh, was abandoned. The, the Wainwright farm. Yeah, the Wainwright farm. Oh, yeah, that place. Yeah, yeah. No, no one's ever really... Um, no one's ever really uh, tried to take that on, as I recall. Well, once again, we found, we found pieces of the blue Saracen stone there, but they were shattered. Um, left holes in the wall where they had been as if somebody had come along and shattered them somehow. But once again, there was no explosive used. It just looks like they were smashed somehow. Smashed up. Well, I mean, old stone like that. Uh... But it makes me think there's something very strange going on here. We have the Saracen stones. We have the strange creature that appears. We have the airline pl plane disappearing. Have you heard that in the news? Oh, yeah, that were um, down near here, wasn't it? This, it was directly above here. Right over here, yeah, right over the village, yeah. We have a, a family who acts very strange in the neighborhood. I don't know. It's very strange. <laughs> well, like I say, there's a lot of them over there. You got... Um, 
Do they ever act in a way that is hostile? Um, well, they don't like friendly people. No, um, no, uh, they definitely don't like friendly, they don't, they're not friendly people. I'd like to say that, you know, we were at least on speaking terms, but um, the most you get is a nod and a grunt out of them, really. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the three brothers, um, Jethro, Brian, and, and uh, Alex, I don't know their wives' names. Well, Mr. Uh, well, Fred, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we'll let you get back to your work. Uh, we will still be t staying in the town. All right. Well, you know, any any more help you need, just give us a shout. I'm always I'm always here. No, you have been very hospitable. Thank you. Right, you are. And with, right. with that, he goes back to his uh, pottering around with his his old tractor. Well, I know we've been avoiding this, but shall we see if we can go find uh, um, Nigel and uh, Winston in the. Uh, they're wandering around somewhere in the village. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Probably. No love from the clergy. Entertaining no the people with their the sexual clergy. innuendos. <laughs> Man. All right. So shall we go into town? Okay. Well, as, as, as before, it's, you know, it's like a, it's only a short drive. Six or seven minutes. Hey, Padre. Uh, yes, Kim. Yeah, I got to thinking on something. Um, I don't know if you guys think along the same lines as me, but uh, I want to share something when we get to back to to the pub. There, uh, I've been really, I've been really pondering upon what I've been seeing out there and hearing about, and uh, I got an idea. It is all very strange. Yes. Oh, well, it is very strange, but uh, I think I got an idea I want to pass along and see what you guys think. But I want to I want to get Nigel in on this one. All right. So we all agree we've, we've arrived back at the pub? Yep. Well, I didn't know when we yeah. before you get there, then you're there. There he is, the puppy dog. Well, I, I went to take Winston for a walk, and I came back. And everyone was gone. You didn't. Yeah, sorry about anything. that. <laughs> uh, but uh, Padre had had an idea in mind, and we all kind of went on it. Well, you know, you hurt Winston's feelings very much. He loves all of you very much, even the father. And I'll forgive it because I'm a forgiving man. We're all back together. Let's have well, a pint and let's talk about what happened. If you are interested in some excitement, we will have some tonight, I believe. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Cam wanted to talk to us, though, about something, an idea he said. Yeah. Um, it's been th putting it through my head there and, uh, you know, thinking about all my friends who are farmers and uh, what's been going on and stuff. Y'all remember that... Uh, strange uh haystack there uh that uh yes and uh reasoning you know everybody was kind of, kind of come to the same conclusion that it shouldn't be there um 
I got a funny feeling that that may be where their uh, standing stone is, that they've put the hay up around it to hide it. I have, I have thought that too. And that, uh, that, he, that's, that they may have it and it's in plain sight right there, you know? Um, I think that might be the case. It's, you know, it's, maybe they're hiding something. There might be inscription on it or, you know, something that it wasn't supposed to have on it. Well, I have had... The fact that it's there, you know? I have had a similar idea, but I, I think one more thing. Mm. I think that the only reason why, well, you say to hide it, but why would you need to hide it, considering that everybody knows it's there? I think they've put the hay over it because they are going to shatter it. Well, there could be like an inscription or but, uh, something that might But it not... would have been there for a thousand years already. Everybody would know about it. Well, they could they could have put they could be putting they could have carved something on it. Perhaps. But that that, that begs the question there, uh, why would they want to shatter it? Uh, other than, you know I don't know, but we've seen all these shattered stones. It could explain why the stones are shattered, but at the same time, it's like, uh, why, why shatter the stones? What's, what's, what's the worth of, of getting rid of them? Why haven't they gone after the one at the pond? Perhaps one's next on their agenda. Why, yes, you could also say, why didn't they get, the one, get rid of the one on their property first? Or that too, yeah. I don't know. We're not dealing with people that seem to be thinking rationally. They're all a little wacko. Could be, or maybe there's some other agenda that we're not coming up with here. Yeah, so maybe we should go to their farm and see exactly, like, go in and break in. Mm, I'm more of the observation thing there. I don't think it'd be a good idea to go mess with them directly unless we have to. Yes, I don't think that they leave their farm very often, so... You'd encounter, what did he say, six people and, and children? And that doesn't mean that there aren't others there. Well, we, we, haven't, we haven't followed through on that plan yet to, to actually go stake it out. That's it. tonight. Yeah, That's tonight. Gotcha. That's what I thought. Yes, and now Nigel, his eyes have gone very wide, and he's thinking, what the hell? <laughs> we are going to go tonight and stake out the Southwell farm. Why don't you show him the note? Uh, Bill. Yeah, I can't remember if I had that file or not. I don't think um, there was one. Just no, read. there wasn't one because I. Had, no, he I had he just hands me the note, and of course Nigel moves his mouth a bit while he reads, and then of course, well, we have, we must go help immediately. This is this is what a good Briton does in times well, the, of. Just to remind you, the note says. Um, uh, and and um, I, I, I can't read it in your voice because I'm not that ridiculous. I can't do that. <laughs> oh, yes, my voice is ridiculous. No, I mean, me trying to like actually emulate another <laughs> human being's actual voice. I can do a very small array of um, voices. I'll do it in the voice of Boris Karloff. There is something very wrong here, and I know that my family are always doing bad things. I think that something will happen tonight, but they always make me sleep full moon. Please help me, Ethel. 
They did the mash. Master, what are you doing? The monster mash. <laughs> monster mash. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, Nigel, it, the, the game plan was to go back and stake out the property and just uh, see if this, this little girl is in any sort of trouble. You know how little children sometimes they get mad at their parents and they make up stories and they call the police or whatever, but in this case, I think that we should at least... we There's a phone box that's within, you know, 100 feet of where we will be standing, so we can call the police. We have the numbers of the, the people. Oh, I think this is a capital idea. Capital idea. This is what we do. But until then... We drink. Yes, to get our nerves up. Ah, that's my boy. That's my boy. And to have right. our final meal on Earth. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that at all. But I do like the sound of a pint of beer. That sounds good. There you go. I'm not sure what day of the week it is. Drink day. Um, day. I was about to say, it hasn't stopped us from drinking every single day since we got here. So. No, I'm not thinking about that. Friday? Are there any? It's Friday. It's Friday. Come on. It's Friday. I was going to have bangers and mash, but I can't. It's Friday. I'll have your bangers and mash. Have cotton chips. I can't have fish either. Oh, you can't have fish on a Friday? No, no that's Catholic. Oh, yes, yes. Um, no animal uh, products. Well, you, on. Can, you can have um, the Lord's... Uh, cabbage stew. Mashed. I can have cabbage stew. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they haven't used the meat product to flavor the sauce. But you know what? I will eat whatever I have to. It is not like a... It is just a thing we do. All right. Does anybody want to discuss a plan of action? I was actually thinking that we might get a better vantage point if we went to that place in the trees that was burned, it is actually a little closer to the farm, but uh, it's farther away from the phone. Hey, hey Mick, about what time is it right now? Um, now I'd say it's about um, half past two in the afternoon. Okay. So all the stores would still be open? Yes. All two of them. The, All two of them. The pub will, will, will close in about half an hour. Because it's, it's the 80s. And pubs were not on a very good opening hours until a lot later than that. It's like a sushi restaurant. They close for a couple hours and then they'll open back up. I guess I'll just suggest to the group. Um, well, you know, we caught a bit off guard last time. Need to fight that monster. You think it makes sense to possibly arm ourselves before we feel walking back into trouble? Oh, well, I can't do that, but you can certainly do whatever you think you need to do. I, 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 there are certain restrictions on being an Orthodox priest. I am not allowed to kill people. Okay. Cam, uh, when you were sitting in that store the other day, that uh, general store you visited, did you see any sort of... Uh, 
club, a bat, uh, any any sort of object we might use to defend ourselves. Building tools there, uh, hammers and, and uh, gardening tools and that sort of thing. Gasoline and torches. Yeah. Oh, I oh, think that it might be... Kerosene there. I think that it might be an AK-47 in the back of the <laughs> van. Oh, right. There you go. There you go. The father's I, I don't think they would have that there, Father. I am joking. Only <laughs> for special customers. Okay. Well, while the rest of the group I noticed uh, that there was some some cricket equipment in the in the village hall as well. <laughs> um, croquet equipment. Cricket. Oh, cricket. So yeah. there's a couple of cricket bats. You've got some red on you. That's that's what I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go uh, go saunter off and go fetch one of those cricket bats in the meantime. Okay. That would hurt. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm gonna go to the shop. Yeah. And I'm gonna grab one of those. Might as well grab one of those too. Last last time, my uh, offense was a stick that I picked up, so <laughs> so going better arm. Anything's an upgrade. Do a stick. <laughs> we we killed uh, we killed a horrible monster, and uh, it's true. With a pointed stick. All you need are your bare hands. <laughs> That's all Rod needed during that fight. I'm gonna go to the shop and. Uh, and uh, see about at least getting a hammer and uh, maybe something long, like a bill hook or so, or a pruning hook, and um, uh, something along those lines. Ooh, um, yes, okay. Also, it's 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 out of the way enough that there are sort of you know some more sort of ob obscure rustic farming implements. Also, see if they have any. Uh, 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 binoculars there, or uh, or you know, like even a toy uh, telescope or something like that. Um, they've they've got a pair of of quite cheap, um, not terribly good binoculars, but um, better than nothing. I mean, they're serviceable. They're, they you know they're 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 halfway between sort of um, low end of the market and children's binoculars, but. That's the sort of thing a teenage teenager would use for bird watching or something. I'm going to bring my back scratcher. Very deadly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it's still early. Do what you guys want to do anything else? I recommend naps all around. Yeah, it's not, Get it's our rest. Until about nine o'clock. Do you, do you, one last thing though, do you think that we maybe should tell them, the police? No. Yeah, no. Maybe. She didn't give the note to the police, did she? Well, here's the thing. If we get the police and bring them and nothing happens, we will all look like fools. If we don't bring the police and something does happen, the police will say, why didn't you tell us that something was going to happen? Well, I think the idea is more along the lines of uh, we're going to see if anything does happen. And then we call then we the call police them. and then they'll, they'll be there. And we did our duty. We said, hey, we saw something going on, letting you know. Well, why don't we decide now then when we see, if we see something going on, who is going to run back to the telephone down the hill? 
I'll run down to the telephone down there. All right. All right. You're probably the best person considering you are somewhat law enforcement there, uh, huh. Nelson. Yeah. Yes. He will know how to say all that stuff they say on the television shows. It'll at least get them to, you know, at least it'll get their attention there better than me trying to trying to convince them there. He will be like, 10-4, good buddy, we have a, a 495 over near the Southwell farm. They will come running. One item 12, one item 12, see the man. You guys have been watching too many F -O movies. FOB, fish on boil, heading for Fulham. Can't go south of the river, John. Nah. What's the damage? Oh no, that's that's cabbies. <laughs> Watch out I, for the south bend. The bears, confused, are, coming the bears are coming in. Very, it's very late over here, so you know, my brain doesn't work very well at this time of night. Normally, I'm really quite uh, on the ball. I am really, really. I, I wrote a letter to the Metropolitan this little while ago. Uh, I'm really thinking about that woman and her magical Jedi mind trick stuff. I mean, was it not like exactly like Obi-Wan Kenobi in that movie? You are not, we are not the people you are looking for. I've never seen the movie, so I couldn't tell you one way or another. How could you not see this movie? I've never, I've not been that whole science fiction thing. I think that's, yeah. Well, it is more like a swashbuckling uh, Errol Flynn movie than it is like a science fiction movie. Except for the, well, there's even sword fighting, so. But it has a good moral sort of uplift. It's good. The good always wins, the bad doesn't win. And no different from half a dozen movies, I guess. And again, I don't go to the movies that much. Well, I thought it was a good movie. But it was better than that other movie. I can't even remember the name of it. Caravan of Courage. No. It wasn't that one. That is obscure, Mick. Not a lot of people remember that one. Anyways, what shall we do? Rod, how are you feeling? Have you gone completely back to normal? I believe so. We are getting some strange feedback. Sounds like an airplane flying over. Um, they're, they're making, um, they're grinding some coffee beans. <laughs> Fresh coffee at the pub. Yeah. That sounds... Oh, it's 1987. You're not going to be able to get fresh coffee in Britain, don't you? <laughs> why, why would I say that? That's a really all right. That was a terrible idea. So we've all had our dinner. Instant coffee. It, it wasn't bad. My guess is there was probably some meat in that cabbage. Uh, so I'll have to do... I'll have to do another fast day some other day. So all right. Hail Marys. No, that's once again Catholic stuff. This is like not getting your exercise in the morning. Okay, I just didn't get my exercise. So I let's do fast forward to six thirty, or what time are we going? Eleven. Um, well, it gets it gets dark about half eight nine. How's the weather? Is it cold, warm? Um, it's well. I mean, it's um, 
it's uh, it's early September, so it's um, it's not too bad. It's you know it's 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 oh. it's warm during the day, but uh, in the evening there's uh, there's a nip in the air. No, it's, it's a little bit. There's one adventure I have. Chilly. These not cold, a little bit chilly. These wool robes that I wear, they're nice and warm. Yes. All right. Let's go on this stakeout. And Francis, you are in charge of calling for backup if we need it. Do you have the phone number? Here is the phone number. So in terms in terms of getting there, let me just pull up the map for you. So in approaching um, South Wales Farm here, the telephone box is here. Right. Where are you planning to drive to? I think we should get as close as possible because looking at the buildings on the farm, I mean, it's going to be like watching ants. You know, we won't, I don't know if we'll even be able to recognize what's going on unless it's something pretty severe. Well, if everything takes place there in the dark, then we won't see anything. But we have a funny feeling that there's going to be something far more. I think they're going to all get naked and dance around the fire. We can we can always creep closer once we right. get there. I think that's I think that's definite. So we could we could park our car up here and we could walk down to like about where the where the power lines cross. Yep, I like that. Stay hidden. Good plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the you know, even though it's not shown on here, there's there'll, there'll be a hedge. And the well, and there will have the hill behind us, right? So yeah. We should be black against the hill. I will blend in like crazy because I'm dressed in black. Father Flash. You can all hide behind me. Father Flash. I like that. <laughs> Priest, Priest of Flash. Yeah. Okay. So we're going then. Okay. Okay. Um, so I assume you're waiting until dark. And then that'll be about half eight, nine ish. So we say it's about nine fifteen by the time you reach there. Okay. Could be a long wait. No smoking. We could see the smoking. All right. So we are all waiting there. Okay. We have our stakeout plus. We were all in places where we are. We can watch the farm without really being seen by the farm. I assume there's lights on here and there at the uh, farm. Yeah, there are lights on um, in what you know to be the farmhouse, and there are lights on um, on the exteriors of some of the buildings. There are lights. So we are waiting. Okay, so you wait about 20 minutes. And nothing much happens. Except that Bill has been afraid and he's run away. <laughs> did that right. in the last fight too, to be fair. All right, so we're there in 20 minutes, nothing happens. Yep. But well, I assume you're going to be here for the next four hours. Is it, yes. is it at midnight that, uh, or I guess what time is it now, I should ask? 
I think it was when the moon was full, right? Right. I mean, there's no telling what time that would be, but. Um, We've gotten here about nine, you said. Yeah, you got about quarter past nine. So we sit quietly. Do we see any activity at all? Um, everyone make a spot hidden for me. Nope, 78. 84. Oh, five. There you go. Eagle Eye Rod. Critical fail. Um, Stop looking in my ear. Uh, Cam thinks he sees a bat right above him. Um, Rod, uh, while you're watching the house and everyone else is sort of um, whispering among themselves and saying, oh, when's, when's something going to happen? Nothing's happening. What's gonna happen? You notice that um, a couple of the upstairs lights in the house have gone out. Okay. I'll let everybody know that it's bedtime. They probably all just went to sleep. Oh. This little girl said that they put her to sleep before they do their strange naughtiness. I mean, we might as well settle in. This literally could be all night, so. Oh, hang on. I've just figured out what, what Cam's uh, critical failure was then. You, you left the lens caps on your binoculars. <laughs> it looks, you say it's, they, they're not working properly, your binoculars. Turn, turn them around. Neither that. You, you're oh. looking through them and you said these, these binoculars don't work and you can take them off. And uh, you've got great big black circles. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, should we like creep a little closer, creep a little closer as we get bored? We can't see enough. Can we position ourselves in such a way that we could see sort of into the barn? And I don't mean going right up to it. I mean, just getting to where the barn doors are facing where we're. Well, the, the barn doors are, um, facing uh, away in the opposite direction from you. Ah, okay. Um, but there is, um, there's a, a, a couple of windows on the barn. And that, that side of the barn approaching from the field is, is quite dark. I mean, there's a barn and there's a shed next to it. Okay. Um, the shed largely um, shades that side of the barn from the light from the calf unit. So there's not much, there's not much light out in the fields. Okay. You know, except, except of course, that there is a full moon tonight, so there's a, you, know, so you can see what you're doing. What, what kind of crops are in the fields? Any crops at all? Um, it's difficult to tell. Um, Would there be any cover if we went through the field? Yes. Yeah. As best you can tell, it's, 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 it's wheat or barley or something. Okay, so it's up, up to about here. Well, yeah, it's, it's we, about um, about two feet high. Okay. Does anyone remember if they had any dogs? 
I didn't see any animals. In fact, we've all noticed there were no sounds of animals. Do we hear any crickets or anything tonight? No, you don't. Oh, I don't like this at all. It is strange. This is as if we have walked into Satan's armpit. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm going to get my binoculars working and see if I can't uh, catch anything through them. Taking lens caps off and see if I can. Who wants to go closer? I'm going to go closer. I will, uh, I will go closer. Go closer. Good God. But, you know, sort of kept, I am in perfect camouflage, so I could stand up and walk right over there and they wouldn't, they'd think there was a head floating in the air. <laughs> I'll walk behind you in your black robes. I can like put them out like this, like a mm -hmm. cake. <laughs> Harry Potter's cloak of hiding. Kind of. I can pull my hat down. So. How many, how many of us could you fit under your robe? <laughs> So we're going to try and get closer to uh, the haystack, try and get view of that? Well, a little closer to the farm, see if we can see anything going on. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll follow along. The moon's out, I suppose. Bright. Yep. Same here, if we're following along. Well, um, are, are you specifically heading towards the barn? Is that where you... Um, yeah, down the hill. Um yeah, I was thinking that we, so in between the barn and the shed, you can mm -hmm. kind of see the, the haystack. That's kind of what I'm trying to get a view of. So, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of going this way. Yeah, I was thinking if we were between those two buildings, we'd have a little bit of cover. There's no real light there. So we kind of have, you know, we'd be out of the direct view. Um, okay. Well, it's quite, a, quite an easy matter to come in. Um, across the fields to within about um, 15, 20 feet of the barn. Now you say there's no there's no windows on the back of the barn or the shed? Um, yes, there are windows on, on the barn. Um, there is a uh, a window on that side. Um So do you want to sneak in between the barn and the shed? Take a peek in the barn window? That's what I was thinking. You said it's dark though, right? Inside the barn? Um, there's, there seems to be a light in the barn. Okay. I, I do not advise going too close to this place here. We don't want to go in where... I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to get in too close. Well, we are, if we're quiet, I don't think they'll even know we're here. I'm going to stay back here just in case if uh, we, need, we need someone to get over to the, to the phone and kind of stage ourselves that way, you know. You could signal to me and I can signal to uh, our, um, right. our runner. <clears throat> Excuse me. So do we see anything going on around the barn? Um, 
No, there doesn't seem to be anything going on um, on that side of the barn. When we peek in the window, do we see anything? Uh, you do. Okay, so looking in through the window, that is what you can see at the moment. You can't see this this bit here. So okay. ignore, ignore the truck. No, no people in there. Uh, there are no people in there. No. Um, you can see that there is. Uh, uh, here in front of the, the window, there are a number of um, power tools. Uh, there's an anvil over here. Um, there's some bits of machinery or something. And no, no animales either? No, there's no animals. There's a hint that there's something over here. This is just a, a rafter. Right. Um, that looks to be a furnace. Oh, okay. And there's an upstairs, but we can't see up there. Yes, so. there, are some, there are some... Well, the barn, so... What looks like some stairs. You can just see this sort of edge of the stairs here going upwards. Well, gentlemen, so far it doesn't look like there's anything unusual or out of the ordinary. There does seem to be a fire uh, blazing rather fiercely in the uh, in the furnace, which is sort of casting light over this area. It's strange to have such a large furnace inside such a barn. But uh, so far, do you see anything unusual? Nothing at all. Well, could it be also heating up other areas too or no i don't know i don't see any duct work is there duct work uh, yeah there is yes there's, there's evidence of, of ducts and mm. um, piping where do you think underground could, could be central heating pipes possibly Well, let's look around. We're just standing around, talk, not talking or doing anything, and time is ticking. <laughs> yeah, it is ticking. Uh, let's hurry up. Okay. I say I'm going... Who, who's, who's actually looking through the window? I was peeking. I'm also peeking, too. He's standing okay. on my shoulders. Well, the, the two of you peeking through the window, um, make a spot hidden roll for me. Uh, 18. That's passed. Well, at least one person got it. Father Damielos. You're just about to, to leave, thinking, well, there's, there's not really much to see here. When you notice something rather odd, here, mm -hmm. next to the furnace, is a large fuel drum. But the pipe at the top of the fuel drum, which seems to have a reciprocating pipe here on the mm -hmm. side of the furnace, appears to be broken. The and there is no connection between the fuel source and the furnace. 
Do do any of you have any kind of mechanical knowledge? What did you mention something about mechanical knowledge? Yes, Cam. Do you come here? Look at this. Yeah. Let me have a look. Look. You'll see you'll see over there the furnace. Yeah. And it is blazing, yes? Yes. And there is the fuel drum, but the connection is not attached. It's broken. Where is the fuel coming from for the drum to get to the, the furnace? What is burning in the furnace? Does the furnace look like it's, uh, it's supplied by, by fuel, or does it look like it's wood burning? Or? Well, that's what that connection is there, don't you think? If the, the furnace is absolutely roaring. Because you can see by the way it's designed, it should be the fuel going into the furnace. Hmm. It's blazing, but there is no fuel source unless they are burning something in there. That could be a possibility. It could be that the, that uh, they're actually burning wood in there, and even though it's set up for, like, uh, gas. Like, maybe the gas system broke a long time ago, and then they decided to just use the furnace body I itself. Know. In our experience within this town, have we seen any gas? Or has it all been wood or, or and... Oil. Oil. Some kind of petrochemical... You've seen, you've seen a variety of things. Some houses have uh, big um, propane cylinders outside. Um, some have central heating oil. Um, but natural gas doesn't look like it would be in the area, yeah? Um, in a rural area, it would be unlikely. Yes, highly unlikely. Have any trod the window, see if it's locked. The truth is there could be a big propane tank just on the other side of the barn and we just haven't seen it. But it seems very unusual. Um, Mick, does this actually, that, that barrel form and looking at the piping and stuff, does it actually look like something like a still? Um, no, it just looks okay. like a, a large, it's a large container um, with the word methane written on the side of it. Methane. Yes. Well, well, well. Hmm. And it's broken. Yes. It appears to be broken. Yes. Uh, well, I'm thinking is that the uh, original uh, source there was uh, cut, and then they're burning wood in there. But what is the, the? Is there a big wood pile anywhere nearby? No. I don't see a wood pile. And that is quite a blaze for a little wood. Look at the size of the furnace. That is very odd. It's like that, that size of a furnace could heat a barn 10 times this size easily. Well, that furnace could heat the entire farm, actually, at that size. This is very strange. This is, this is actually, I don't mean to sound morbid, but this is more of a uh, crematorium style furnace than certainly, than certainly that size. Let's yeah. uh, let's see if we see anything else. Can we peek around the side of the barn and see if there's anything going on? Rod, um, what are you doing? I'm going to walk to the front doors of the barn and see if they're locked. Yeah, that was uh, what I was going to do, too. I look in there, and I will go as stealthy as I can around. Um... 
they are not locked. Can you can you both make a um, a stealth roll? Nope. Sneak roll as it is. Uh, did you? F I failed. Yeah, I did too. I'm actually not concerned about it. I mean, it's like it's full moon. Basically, it's like almost sunlight out here. Yeah, I'm not concerned about it either. I'm just under the assumption that they're all in bed. The, 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 the doors are unlocked. I'm going to crack the door open and walk in and, and look at see if I can see what's burning. Is it wood? What you can see is, is, is very odd that the, um, you have to open the furnace to look in. Okay. But there's, wow. like a, there's a pair of um, fireproof gloves just lying. There's, a, you know, there's, a, there's an anvil right in front of it. Where's the, just so I know, where's the door to get into? Because I know there's, are, are these two connected? Like, or is there like a door? This, this, this here is just, this is just a, um, a beam. Okay. So this this is all an open area. It's just that this this area isn't lit. What kind of truck is it? I know. It's I'm jumping a, ahead. It's a pickup truck, and behind it there's a workbench. Okay. Are the windows tinted? No. Can I? I'm going to look inside the truck windows. Okay. Well, let's get back to Rod. Okay. Yeah, let's let's just do do rod first. Um, okay. So um, as as the others saw before, there's a, a methane cylinder, um, and the gas supply is disconnected. Uh, on opening the furnace, you see that. Um, There are there are flames uh, roaring inside the furnace, but rather strangely, um, very strangely, in fact, um, the flames appear to be coming not from the uh, the gas jets, but from a single centimeter wide uh, metal ring. It looks like it's iron or something it's glowing red hot um, it's just a small ring and from out from that ring a really extraordinarily um, violent fire is raging okay are there like uh... so if the meth if the methane tank is feeding into the furnace when it's normally working, there would be like little holes for the gas to escape that yeah, would light on yeah. fire. The, the fire is not coming from um, the gas jets. And from this little iron ring, does it's it look coming... like there's holes in it? Nope. It's just a solid metal ring and there's it's fire. It's just a metal, a metal ring about a centimeter wide and the fire is just coming from within the ring. And as far as you can, you, you can't see into the ring because it's just all you can see is is this these flames. Um, 
Gushing. Golfing, they are. Golfing out. Um, and um, the only other thing you notice beyond that is that there, there seem to be quite significant quantities of ash. Okay. In the furnace as well. Which is weird, because if it's... Okay, yeah, so they're, they're putting things in there to burn. All right, anything, since I'm in the room, is there anything else in the room that's jumping out at me as far as something that shouldn't be in a barn? Um, no, there's uh, an anvil. Um, there's uh, a, a number of power tools and, and manual tools um, where... Um, where Francis is at the moment, there's uh, the pickup truck. Okay. Um, we'll go back to Francis. What he you can see me peeking through the window at you. <laughs> I'll wave. You can, see, you can see a priest at the window. Hello, Father, floating head. Which is an, which is an omen of ill fortune in some in some regions. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm not okay, so, a priest. So going back to Francis. Um. Looking, looking through the windows of the the pickup truck, um, it's the, the cab is just um, empty. Totally empty. In the cab, yes. I'll uh, I'll kind of like tap on the the window um, and and point to to Rod and to Francis and, and point at the stairs and be like upstairs. Yep, that was my next step. Well, okay. Just some. Then is are the doors locked in the ca in the truck? Um, you know, I can't find the thing now. Um, poor planning, isn't it? Um, make a luck roll. I fail. Or just one then. I'm pretty sure I fail. Yeah, the doors are locked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nothing else here. I will then. I see the. I will then head upstairs. You're not going to search anywhere else. Okay. Well, no. The workbench. Okay, I'll check the workbench then. Who said that? <laughs> it was the Lord. <laughs> it was me at the window going. <laughs> um, the, the workbench just contains um, a variety of tools. Okay, anything else of interest? Well, that's, that's what I asked before about anything unusual. Yeah, anything unusual, like that should not be in a work. Yeah, he said no. So we're going to head up the stairs. shouldn't necessarily be in a barn. Okay. Um, and since I'm over in the workbench, we'll go west and in the back of the truck. In the back of the truck. Okay, yes, in the back of the truck, um, there are two petrol-driven chainsaws. I kind of quietly motion around. Hey, look over. Okay. Two chainsaws. 
Any fuel? Is any fuel? Um, not that you can see. Okay. There now fuel in them, but they, they, you can't see. Well, I'm not good. I'm not going to check if there's fuel in there. That means I would actually have to get it stirred up, and that might. I have a chainsaw fight. Pardon? I was asking Francis if he wants to have a chainsaw fight. <laughs> yes. right, we're gonna head, head to the landing there. It looks like, and then peek uh, peek my head up so I can see. You know, put my head up so I can see what's on the floor level of the second floor. Okay. Okay. Um, looking up on on the uh, the upper floor. Um, all you can see are bales of hay. Hey. Uh, I'll go fully upstairs and just walk about real quick and just make sure nothing unusual. Um, as far as you can see, you're just completely surrounded on three sides by um, bales of hay, and on the uh, the other side by uh, on, on the uh, the stairs side by the wall. Okay. Francis, this place is a fire trap. We should get out of here. Yes, it is a fire trap. Well, at least we have some chainsaws. Are you taking them? Eh, well, we at least know where they are. We can always. We can always come back for them later. Okay. They don't belong to us. <laughs> So I'll make my way back around the, to the crowd and report my findings. I will also report my findings too. Well, in the meanwhile, we have been on the lookout between the barns to see if there's anybody around. Yeah, I keep my eyes open in case if something happens or. What, uh, what time are we at now? Are we closing in on full moon status or? Mick, did we, did we lose you on the sound? Hello? Hey. Can you hear us? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's, what's the position of the moon? Are we at full moon status yet or getting it's close? It's about 20 past 10. As far as you can see, it looks like it looks to you like the full moon already, but whether, whether that's the, the, the actual astronomical full moon, um, you don't know. Okay. So what do we see? Anything more? We're outside the barn now. Um, I make an idea roll for me. Uh, seven. Apparently my dice ate me today. I passed mine. Looking up, you see that there are um, a number of windows on the upper floor of the barn. Okay. Uh, uh, Rod, didn't you say there's a bunch of hay up there? Yeah, I didn't see anything. Just, just hay. Why, uh, why would they block off all the windows with all that hay? Mm-hmm. I don't know why they would put hay in there either, because it's 
it's clearly a mechanics type. Are you are you saying that the hay blocks the windows? There's there's hay. Well, you, you can see hay against the windows on on the side that you're on. Yes. Hmm. You didn't try digging through any of those foils, did you? I just kicked around my feet, just shuffled about. I didn't search the whole building. I'm wondering if going up there and moving some of the hay bales, we'd have an advantage point to look down at everything that's going on. We don't even know if anything's going to go on. It's a good idea. Do you want to look in the, the shed next door? See if there's anything in there? We can. I mean, we, we should well, keep on. Well, so if you guys can go in there, I'm going to stay out. You should keep in mind, too, that this could all still be just the prank of a little girl. So, Right. At this point, we're trespassing. I think, I think Francis, you should stay in a position where if we give you the signal, you can run to the phone. Yep. That's perfectly fine with me. Probably a good idea right there. So do you want to split up? Some of us can look at the shed and some of us can look at the, was it a cattle barn or a poultry barn? I don't know. I think that we should just go a little ways back up the hill and sit and wait. If they're going to do something, we'll see them come out and start doing I, stuff. I tend to agree with you. I think we're already too far in right now. It's, yeah. It's back where we could be safe. I kind of like the idea of staking out at the top of the barn and just seeing if we can't move a little bit of the hay and get a vantage point from up there. But then we will be trapped if they come into the barn. Or they'll be trapped in there with us. One of the two. I got a cricket bat. Oh my goodness. <laughs> These people might just be, you know, slaughtering their cattle in the middle of the night so the little girl doesn't see it. Uh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What should we do? I'm with you, Father. I, I, I will go with the majority. Nigel, you have said nothing. Dog who got your tongue? I'm just, uh, Winston and I are here and we are ready for action in case anything bad breaks out. I haven't seen anything yet, so. You brought the dog with you. Of course I brought the dog with me. And you don't think he's going to bark? He's a good boy. I have to take him for a walk, take him for a whiz. That's awesome. Oh my goodness. Let's do something. We could sit there for another forty-five minutes, and then we will run out of time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up into the barn. I'm gonna move some of the hay so that I've got. I'm assuming one of the windows faces out towards sort of the main street, where you can see the other kind of the the house on the side and the the main hay bale or whatever. So that's what I'll go do. I'll go back upstairs. Okay. Um. So you're you're going to start moving the hay bales. That's right. Yep. Okay. Well, you um, you take out the first bales, um, and take. I, I guess you have to take out about three 
to make a sort of man-sized hole to get through. And behind that, there are just three more bales. But as you take out the first of the, the bales behind that, you notice that there aren't any more bales to the left of that bale. Okay, so I'll kind of peek in behind where there's sort of a gap. Okay, from where you're looking, um, you can see what appears to be um, a bed and beyond that there's uh, what looks like a big wooden chest over the other side of the um, barn hayloft. So if, if I'm kind of getting my bearings correctly, is this like an entrance to another room or are the hay bales stacked up in a way that there's space behind them that this stuff is kind of sitting behind the hay bales? Yeah, this is all sitting behind the hay bales. Gotcha. Okay. Um, is anybody else up there with me? I'll go with you. Okay. So I'll kind of like very quietly motion over to Rod be like, there's a bed back there. Wow, I, that was well hidden. I didn't see any of this. Yeah. I'm going to go back there. So I'll kind of like crawl through the little gap and uh, kind of peek my head in and see if there's anybody back there. Well, the first thing that strikes you is that um, in looking around the room, you, you realize instantly that there just appears to be, um, let me show you the map now. Um, you've come through here. You've taken uh, three of these out. And then in moving one of these out, you've seen that there's a gap behind. So you've come through here. And you become very quickly aware that there's just a row of hay bales around the stairs and some bales in front of the what you guess must be the windows. Oh, so what, what Rod saw when he first went up is he just realized he was surrounded um, yeah. by hay. I gotcha. Okay. It gives a very, I mean, it, you know, it gives a very convincing impression of the hay bale of that of the hayloft just being full of hay. Right. Until you go a couple of layers in. Um, now this is the bed that you saw. Okay. Uh, and as you come around the corner, you, you realize this bed is, is actually bolted to the floor. This is a, um, a trunk. But over here is another bed. And on this bed, there appears to be a human being. What's the lighting like in the room? Um, there is one uh, lamp. It's quite dim. You can um. see that there's what appears to be a person on the bed. Okay. Uh, do I, can I discern anything about the person, like age or gender or anything like that? Um, it's just, at that distance, it's just, in, and in that light, it's just a sort of a human-shaped thing. Okay. And, and, but I can see that the beds are bolted to the floor? Yes. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll look back to Rod and be like, Rod, there's someone up here. I guess I'll, I'll kind of try and sneak over just to see if I can get a better look at who's on the bed. Okay. Um, 
it appears to be uh, a young man. Um, I guess you'd estimate his age at somewhere between 18 and 20. Make a spot hidden for me, please. Man, I have not been very successful tonight. 86. I don't see anything. Rod's up there with me, though. Okay. Uh, is, is Rod, Rod, are you coming around? Are mm. you following around with him? I, I wasn't, I will. <laughs> I was getting ready to run. Oh, no. 73. Fail. Okay. Um, the Can I burn luck? Yeah. It's a lot. 13? Well, okay. You might regret it later. You might need <laughs> some luck later on, but I'll, I'll let you. Okay, in that in that case, if you if you if I, um there 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 is um a quantity of dried blood on his head and uh, on the uh, the pillow is and also as you pass by, you notice uh, also that um, the other bed, the empty bed, is, um, has a number of blood stains on it. But there's nobody in that bed, obviously. There's nobody in that bed, no. Is the is the young man, is he tied to the bed or tethered in any way? He is tied to the bed, yes. Is he breathing? Do we see his chest rising up and down? Yes. Okay. He appears to be breathing, but, but seems to be unconscious. All right. Uh, I'm going to sort of slowly make my way over to the bedside. Um, kind of keeping my eyes peeled if there's anything else around the room. Okay, the only thing you can see around the room is the large chest in the corner. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess, I, I guess I'll go over to that chest and see if I can't open it up very quietly. Okay, um, the chest appears to be locked. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I make a luck roll to see if it's unlocked? <laughs> um, it's definitely all right. locked. <laughs> all right, so I guess I'll go back over to the bed, and I guess I'm gonna take a bit of a gamble here and uh, and see if I can rouse the kid on the bed. But as he wakes up, I'm gonna try and keep my hand over his mouth. The the the. After a few attempts, he makes a, a sort of a, a low groan. Okay. Is, and, is... and that's 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 all you get out of him. Okay. So his eyes don't open up or anything like that. No, he's um, uh, judging by the look of him, he's he's either been beaten unconscious, which would explain the the amount of blood, or possibly he's drugged. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave him tied up for now <laughs> and head back downstairs with the intention to come back later and, and get this guy because this is not okay. good. But I'm going to let the others know what, what's going on. Okay. Before uh, we where leave, is everyone before else? We leave, can we, before we leave, can we check to see if he's got a wallet, like ID on him? Um, you can. Make a, a spot hidden roll. 
Hey, there we go. Six. There's no wallet, but um, inside uh, one of his back pockets on his jeans, you find um, a rather bent up, laminated um, NSU card, a National Student Union card, um, which says that he is a member of the University of Cambridge Student Union. And his name is, I believe, Eric Braithwaite. Eric Boothroyd, sorry. Eric Boothroyd, B-O-O-T-H-R-O-Y-D. Who is a modern languages student at the University okay. of Cambridge. I'll uh, put the ID card back. Okay. And then follow uh, William. Okay, so where is everyone at the moment? You two are in the, the barn. We're kind of behind the barn. Yeah, or in the gap between the barn and the shed. But keeping an eye out to see if anybody's coming in any direction. Yeah. So, uh, keeping an eye on things, especially the house. See if anybody comes out of the house. Okay. Um, well, somebody is coming out of the house. Okay, I'm going to quietly slip over and, and whisper to, to them, we got somebody coming out of the house. Um, when, when we see somebody coming out of the house, I'm going to quietly, since we're behind the barn and they're, they're still inside the barn, I'm, I'm going to just on the wood behind the barn. It's not loud enough to where anybody could hear it over there, but they might hear it inside the barn, but I'm going to do an SOS. Hopefully they'll understand that there's something dangerous coming. All right, so I'll kind of look at Rod and be like, Rod, I think they're trying to warn us. Rats. There's rats. I hate rats. Rat tricks. Indeed. Okay, so uh, if that's the case, I guess I'll kind of hide up, hide out, or kind of maneuver my way back up the stairs and kind of hide out at the top of the steps. Which way do they seem to be heading as they come out of the house? Seem to be heading towards the barn. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see there's I don't see any way of us like sneaking out without being seen at this point so I'll just kind of hide out upstairs well they're not inside the barn yet you got <laughs> to hide somewhere else other than I don't know good luck you burned the lock didn't you <laughs> <laughs> all right we're trapped I'm, wait, I'm waiting it out. Cricket bat at the ready. Yeah. We must be do, ready. Do they seem to be like carrying food, carrying a tray, you know, or just walking in the direction of the barn? Oh, hidden. Uh, nope. Yep. They seem to be carrying shotguns. Oh boy. Shotgun greater than cricket bat. Mm -hmm. Unless you can come up behind them and they don't see you coming. Yeah. 
But I, we must be ready. I say very quietly, we must be ready to run in and attack them if we see them attack our friends. The brawling father. All the bullies. I tap that out on SOS. <laughs> in secret chat, SOS. C A L L T H E. And I say, did you want me to call the. Yeah, so I will kind of run away as far as I can and I will call the police. And uh, what exactly are you reporting to the police? We don't actually know about the guy upstairs. Yeah. Well, no, I'm going to, I'm going to report that there is uh, two people carrying shotguns on their own property. (laughs) On their property that we happen to be trespassing on. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Well, no, you have to I, can, I can kind of bellish, kind of. I will say there are two people with shotguns. I think they are uh, trespassers on the property. And we are trespassers right. on the property. Right. Hello. Right. How, how come you're there? Yeah. yeah. Just I, wait. Just are... wait until something happens. Right. And if, gonna... we need a, if we need a distraction, I can always turn Winston loose and make it always. Go. If we are lucky, we will only lose one of them. <laughs> Everyone make a, a listen roll. Uh, yep. 16. I made mine. Nope. Yeah. Uh, For those who have oh, made yeah. the roll successfully, yes. you can hear the sound of the barn doors being opened. Okay. I am going to, once again, just very carefully peek in the window. Well, they may be going to the truck. Whatever. I'm I'm peeking yeah. in the window. I'm mostly yeah. in black. I've got myself covered up so that I look like nothing. You you can see um, a light has gone on um, on the the truck side. There you okay. go. They're just getting in and, the truck uh, now. There there are um, there are shadows moving around. Many shadows moving around. Um, and the sound of uh, footsteps moving towards the stairs. Oh, okay. okay. So can I can I hear the footsteps kind of coming up the steps? I mean, they're pretty close to You can hear footsteps um, down below in the barn, um, a number of footsteps, and uh, you can hear voices. You can't discern what they're saying. But you can just hear a general sort of murmuring of several people talking. Okay, so the way I saw the stairs kind of come up, um, they would actually have to turn around to see the hay that we've moved, right? So they kind of come up the steps and then... No, they'd be looking right at... It'd be be right in front of them. Right, they'd be looking right at it. Unless you move the hay back. Okay, so I'm going to get... I'm going to get on the other side of the steps then and try and just kind of position myself that if anybody kind of comes up, I can hopefully sneak attack them. Okay. Right, well, it was quite dark up there, so you know it's it's not properly lit up there. So you have that in your favour, I suppose. Um, okay, well you've just about managed to secrete yourself up there. Um, Rod, where where are you? Yeah, I guess I think I would have tried to position myself, sort of trying to remember the layout around the, uh, the corner of the hay bales, like between it, like you know what I mean. Like they would have to come into the room and then see me by turning around that little corner. Oh, right. Okay. Yes, yes. So right. you're sort of um, by the bed. 
Yeah, kind of. Between the bed and the hay bales. Yep. Okay. Um. Okie dokie. Right. That is him, and that was his spot. Twenty-five. You do realize that if they shoot us, they won't have any problem with the law because we are trespassing on their property. <laughs> okay. Um, a man who appears to be the same man um, who uh, you were talking to when you visited the farm, or that Father Damiolis was talking to when you visited the farm, um, appears at the top of the stairs uh, it looks like he immediately notices the, uh, the hay bales have been moved and he also seems to immediately notice you standing there with a cricket bat <laughs> uh, I'm going to swing away and just try and crack him in the head okay roll your uh, rule skill do we hear the noise from upstairs now? 29. Great success. Oh. Okay, what did you get? Uh, 29. 29. He got... He did pass his days. Um, I think... You will just about manage to clonk him. <laughs> Roll for damage. <laughs> so if, if we hear the fight begin upstairs, I it's like, call the police. Did you say seven? Seven. All oh, right, you 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 absolutely twat him on the floor. <laughs> I grew uh, I grew up playing cricket. He falls backwards down the stairs um, and uh, there's a bit of a commotion and you hear someone shout out, Jethro, Jethro, you're right like that and, and the sound of people trying to sort of help him up and someone else's voice a woman's voice saying I think he's knocked himself out <laughs> I'm gonna uh, slowly retreat behind <laughs> the hay bales and see if I can't like very quietly maneuver them back into place. Make a sneak roll. <laughs> this is not going to go well. Nobody puts points in. Uh, 19. That is a pass. Pass. You manage to sneak across and behind the hay bales and start sort of trying to pull the hay bales in after you. Okay. But it's going to take you a couple of turns to get them all in because you, you can only move them quite slowly because you're, you're trying to do it quietly. Fair enough. So unlike when you were just sort of pulling them out to get in there, this time you're very much aware that there are people at the bottom of the stairs and at any moment all it takes is for someone to walk around that corner and they're going to see you straight away. Yeah. Rod, so, doesn't, 
Rod and I don't have a ton of options at this point, unless our unless our uh, our comrades decide to make a distraction. <laughs> well, if we heard anything that sounded um, like a fight, you certainly would have heard <laughs> of, the, of, of the man falling down the stairs. Well, we probably tell Francis go call the police. Still don't know what he's going to tell them, but it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to say? I don't know. You'll have to ad lib it. Tell them there are six trespassers out there and you'd like to turn yourself in. That's right. <laughs> Just say there is something strange going on on the sis. The, 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 I can never remember their names. Southwell, Southwell <laughs> Park, Southwell Farm. Yeah. And then. Hey, uh, Nick. Yeah, yes. while all this is going on, um, I'm going to sneak over to where the, uh, the uh, I think the poultry barn is, mm -hmm. and grab some stones, well, close by where I can have, have a place where I can hide out of sight, but I'm going to grab some stones and start throwing stones at the poultry barn. I figure it's, it's like a metal shed. Okay. Just one second. Can Looking I? for a place where I can sneak, where I can sneak away if, if necessary. But I want to try and do a do a distraction over there. Okay. Um, make a sneak roll, please. Um, I made it. Okay. Standard success, but I made it. That's a this for him, so that's right. Um, I believe, anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. You you begin making your way across there. Mm -hmm. um, Look for a place where I can hide nearby, where I can grab some rocks and toss at the at the barn there. Francis, you are heading towards the road. Yep. Um, you're currently just behind the shed. Um, make a spot hidden roll for me, please. Yay! I got a critical success out of 04. Um, the woman from the airport appears to be striding purposely towards you. Okay. She does not appear to be trying to hide. Okay, I as, will... As she gets closer, you, you, you notice that she appears to be carrying a sledgehammer. Okay. Um, I call out... Well, I will try, I'll try to go up closer to... to her and kind of, you know, see what she's going to do with that sledgehammer. She just carries on walking right past you. Okay. Well, I am. I am going to go. I am going to go. Continue down to the police blocks, and I am going to say, I'm going, I'm going to the police it's box. Take, it's going to take you a couple more rounds to get there. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It's perfectly fine. Okay. Okay. Um, 
the rest of you, who is um, still, who of you are still between the, the barn and the shed? I'm still there. Okay. Uh, I'm still there. The window. Okay. Yep. Um, in that case, uh, you two, could you um, also make a spot hidden roll for me, please? I certainly can. Um, 91, no. Okay. Despite the fact that I'm looking right through the window. <laughs> 19 for me. Okay, well, um, Father Damielos is, is looking through the window. Um, you just happen to glance to your left. And moving between the shed and the barn, around the back of the barn, you see the woman from the airport striding past rather determinedly uh, with a sledgehammer over her shoulder. I'm going to let her go. I mean, uh, she's a woman on a mission. I'm going to make sure that Winston's quiet and, you know, I'm, you know. She may be here to help us. I mean, she, she killed the monster before, so I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt this time, right? But I don't know. If I had a sledgehammer, I would join her, you know, I'm, but I don't. I have a dog. Okay. Um, the two of you in the, where's, where are you, Cam? Um, over, over crossway nearby the um, poultry barn. Oh yes, going up to the poultry yeah, barn. Yeah, uh, basically nearby, not at the barn itself, but <coughs> nearby enough that I could start creating a diversion by throwing rocks at the side of the barn. Okay. Yeah, the the, the poultry shed, whatever the. You're maybe. in position to start doing that, I think. Yep. Okay, gonna grab me some rocks and start tossing them at the. Okay. Um... Now, when she strides past, I don't notice or I don't hear. You, you're her. looking in the barn, so you don't see her striding past. Um. Mick, don't make that motion with your back turned to us. <laughs> on the table, <laughs> you don't look right, man. Do it around like this, then. <laughs> right. Um, oh, this see now the dice went on the floor when I did it that way around. <coughs> For God's sake, only one of them, and that would be that one. Uh, okay. Um, Cam, you throw um, a few stones at the barn, and. Almost as soon as the second stone hits the barn, um, a woman sticks her head out and um, and starts looking around. <clears throat> Slipped it, you know. I got my hiding spot. I'm going to be, you know, remain hidden. Um. She takes a few steps outside into the into the light, and you can see that she's she's uh, holding what looks like a, a very large kitchen knife. And she starts looking around at almost exactly the same moment that the woman from the plane comes round the corner. All right. 
Okay. And there's a very odd moment when the two of them just stand there for a second, just looking at each other. Um, and then she lunges at the woman from the plane uh, with her large carving knife. And uh, and uh, stabs her quite nastily. Can I see this looking through the window? Uh, make a spot hidden. No. <laughs> no, it's it's sort of happening on the on, you're obscured by the side of the barn. Um. So she um, plunges the knife into the woman's shoulder, and the woman responds not by crying out or um, backing away but simply by bringing her uh, sledgehammer down oh, yeah. with one hand. Oh! <laughs> Two. Um, and the woman's face. Straight um, into the woman's skull. That's um, why we brought her. That's does, why we brought her. Does that woman cry out? Uh, I think she will. She uh, says, uh. <laughs> 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 Ouchie. Uh, no, she she doesn't cry out. Um, she can hear she the thud. Death is instantaneous. Slumps to the ground. And, and that appears to be the hat. <laughs> but there is quite a big thud as she does it. Um, and now, <clears throat> two, oh, which one? That's, that's number three. Oh, her and I are on team blunt object at this point. Who needs a shotgun? Okay. Um, right, Father Damielos, mm -hmm. you can see inside that two of the uh, two of the people, because they all seem to be crowded on the stairs, attending to the guys falling down the stairs. Uh, two of two more of them have just gone out to the main doors. All right, I am going to. I I look at Nigel because he's acting strangely, but I I immediately run around behind the barn to the front of the barn so that I can see around where the doors are. Okay, as you get around there, you, 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 you in turn also see the woman from the, uh, the airport. Um, I'm, I'm shocked, surprised. She turns around and looks at you, surprised to see someone behind her. Um, and as she does that, um, a man bursts out from the doors um, and levels a shotgun at her. Okay. I actually holler, look out. I get caught up in it and I, you know, I see the man come out and I try to warn her. <sighs> Do, 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 do. 
I think I might also make a move towards, I'm still too far away, but make a move to try, try to grab the man with the gun, but not very aggressively because I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. <laughs> I'm we have no lover. proof of either of those. I'm not a lover at all. So you're, so you're half-ass attempting to grab the shotgun. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just in that direction. I'll tackle the guy if I need to, but... Okay. <laughs> she just, um, she shouts the word stop at the man. Um, and... He raises the shotgun and fires. but um, sort of fires just over the top of her, just missing. Like he's been startled, if anything. Um, as he's doing that, another woman comes out from the barn behind him. Um, this woman is also carrying a large carving knife. Now, does the Although woman... this one's more of a filleting knife. The other one was more of a chef's knife. Now, does the woman from the plane, does she seem to be affected at all by her wounds, or is she just kind of standing strong and she getting ready to start some more sledgehammer in it? She definitely seems to be bleeding. Are we in, like, uh, are we in dex order at this point, or are we all just kind of doing our thing um well you're not actually in combat at this point no one's actually initiated combat um, right. other than other than um i'm sort of about to yes i'm sure you are <laughs> i was gonna say at this point it may might make sense for rod and i to start to make our way back down because we're hearing shotgun fire at this point so I, I guess I'll, I'll do that. I'll make my way back towards the stairs and try and kind of peek down and see what's going on. Okay, make, make a spot hidden roll for me. 88, nothing. Well, well, if, you, if you moved a hay bale, you could actually look out the window into the, the well, true. Area, there, area there. You could see from the top down what's going on. That's true. Uh, regardless, I get an 88, so... Not not so great. Um, right then. Father Damielos. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? What I'm going to try to do is the guy is facing away from me towards her and I am going to try to reach up and grab the gun in his hand and keep it, yank it out or pull it away or grapple with him to keep it pointed away from anybody. Okay, so would that be a brawl or a maneuver? Probably a brawl. A brawl. Okay, yeah, make, a, make a brawl. Make it easy and make it a brawl move. I don't have much brawl. Oh, I got a nine. I am going to take that gun away from you. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> you, uh, you, you, you barge into him and snatch the shotgun away from him. Give me that gun. And he, he looks quite sort of startled for a moment. I would too if a 
priest stole my gun out of its shadows. <laughs> no, all he saw was a head floating in the air. That's right, it's black whip. God, those Bene Gesserit are fast, man. What's worse is with my beard and mustache, I just look like the top of a head is skull floating in the air. And ugly, too, <laughs> evidently. That would be Okay, uh, Rod, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of stuck up here because uh, Mr. Banks uh, closed this in with the hay bale. Okay. So I'm, I'm a little not sure. I heard the shotgun blast. Mr. Banks, do you think we should use this as a chance to go downstairs? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we got very far in terms of closing it off since it was so slow trying to put them back. So, yeah, we could probably yank them out of the way. We've only put a a couple of them in in front of the... So I'll I'll agree and say, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and move the bales. Okay. (laughs) Not doing that then. Um... Cam, uh, you you still have a couple of stones in your hand. Um, if I can, um, what's going on? Okay. Um, how far am I away from the uh, the lady with the knife? Um, she's about thirty feet away from you. Okay, that's a little bit too far. I'm gonna I'm gonna slip around and get closer but keep a distance and keep hidden as much as possible my intentions to go sneak around and then start tossing rocks towards them Things up that I need there. Okay. Okay, it's going to take about a, 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 probably a round to get over okay. there. Um, now that the gentleman is unarmed and the woman with the sledgehammer is standing in front of him, indeed, I'm actually going to sick Winston on him to distract him so so she can start swinging. This is awesome. Well, and you said there's another woman with a butcher knife, yes. Yes. As well, yes. Um, so who, who are you setting on, Winston on? The man who just got hit, was, who was just disarmed by uh, Father Demielos. Okay. Oh, hang on. Poor Mick, man. <laughs> now, I've got to find the stats for dogs now. <laughs> Just make it up. It's oh, a God, dog. I've got it. Dogs do one d eight. Who knows, man? It's a dog. Cricket bad damage, sledgehammer damage, dog damage. Yeah. Dog. Dogs don't usually miss either. Dogs. Oh, it's not called um, smell hidden. It's called scent something interesting. <laughs> Attacks one per round. Fighting fifty percent. Damage one d six. Oh, I was close. Okay. Um, in that case, um, his fighting skill then is 50%. 50%. So uh, if you roll Brawl for Winston. Alrighty. 50 50 shot. Go get him, boy. Go get him. Nope. 
he has uh, been distracted by something on the way there. 85. 85. Squirrels. It's Father Damielos. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> well, the, the, uh, the Father Damielos snatches the uh, the shotgun from the man while this is happening, and, and uh, at that moment, Winston is, is rather unsure how to how to progress. Um, doesn't know whether he was, he was meant to be getting the, the... And I'm moving toward the lady with the sledgehammer to see if I can help her. Okay. My move is to take the gun and fling it as far behind us as we can. Okay. Off into the darkness. Okay. Um, make a luck roll. <laughs> uh, what is my luck? Uh, yeah, I've got 55 luck and I got a 49. Okay. Yes, you just throw it and it just clatters on on the concrete. Concrete? I threw it out into the field. Oh, sorry. All right. It just it thuds in the field. Backwards out into the... Okay. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't go off. That's I don't want it to be found. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, um, okay, so uh, Francis, you're about a round away from getting to the okay. box. Um, oh, I can't wait to hear that conversation. And uh, I'm going to work through uh, the rest of the two of you in the in the loft. Let's do you first. Um, there, there is a sound. There, there is a very definite sound of someone coming up the stairs now. A sound of footsteps. It sounds like just one first one person's footsteps. All right. I guess I'll. Well, so are is are the hay bales out of the way now, or? Yep. All right. I guess I'll uh, I'll try and go cricket bat round two on this person. So you you stand just off to the side, and I'll stand in the front, and I'll lift my shirt up like this. <laughs> try and startle him. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll team attack him, and then I'll sneak up exactly. and, and whack him. All right. I like Rod, it. Rod shirtless does two d six of damage automatically. <laughs> to sanity. <laughs> okay. Um, a, a, a woman appears at the top of the stairs. With she um, does not lift her shirt. With does, a she have a, does she? Oh, she doesn't have a sledgehammer. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm gonna try a bopper. Okay. Um, okay, I, go on. Roll. Uh, Thirty. That's a pass. Okay. Boop. Did Mick say that she had a shotgun? She has a shotgun. Um, she doesn't get to fire her shotgun, but she does bring the shotgun up and very um, effectively uh, parries you oh. with it. So you go to hit her with the, with the cricket bat and she just brings the shotgun up like that. Swing and a miss. Just bats you away. Bats the bat away. Oh, do I lose it? So the bat goes flying out of my hand? No, you've oh. still got hold of it, but she's just okay. sort of, um, she's parried you with it. 
we're, we're engaged in hand-to-hand or, or bat-to-gun combat. Yeah, it's, it's more of a, a tussle. Yeah. Uh, Rod, what are you doing while this is happening? Are you still going to... Um... Shamefully put my shirt down. Um, I have an action can I try to punch her Um, or grab the gun yeah you could I think I mean grabbing the gun might be quite difficult because Bill's in the way okay you could try and sort of lamp around the side of the head or something yeah just like a cheap shot or something okay no, I can't get around him in the hay bales. Okay. Um, next is, I'm trying to remember the order we were doing this in, Father Damielos. Well, how about the woman with the sledgehammer? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yes, I've forgotten uh, her, haven't I? Um, well, She's just standing there with the sledgehammer just going. <laughs> she, she is now um, involved with the uh, the woman who is running towards her with the knife. Um, And the woman attempts to stab her with the knife. Oh! Bugger! And does so very, very effectively with a one. Okay. That does... Oh, not very much damage, but also does. Okay. Okay, now this woman stabs her in the stomach. Which clearly, clearly hurts her. Um, At which point... At which point she uh, she does something very very odd. Instead of striking the woman back, she removes her sunglasses. Then um, you you can't see exactly what happens because obviously she's facing away from you, fighting this this woman who's on the other side of her. But um, you can see her remove her sunglasses and the woman um, simply starts at first, starts screaming. Um, And then she seems to be stopping moving and there's a strange sort of pale pallor to her skin and and her hair and her clothes and the knife everything starts looking quite grey and for a moment the, the, the two of you who are watching or the three of you who are watching this which is Cam Nigel and um, me 
and and Father Damielos. Um, you, you're watching this, and, and you, for a moment, you're not sure whether it's just a, a trick of the light because it's nighttime, and 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 you, there are these orange sulfur lights. But no, she she is turning grey, and then more grey. Like like ashes or like stone. And within oh, shit. only a oh. second or so, the, the woman seems to have gone. There's just, there's, there's a statue. Oh, Christ. She has been turned to stone with just, although tatters of her clothing seem to be sort of remaining untouched. Some bits of clothing have been turned to stone. Some haven't. It's, it's. It's 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 quite an odd sensation. Um, I'm going to have to ask the three of you to make a sand roll, please. No, I got a four. Failed. Failed. Okay, if you uh, if you passed, it's one. If you failed, it's one d six, please. I know what she. Five. Oh dear. Four. Okay. Um, five's not. <laughs> five's not good. Um, but we'll save. It will save any insanity until <coughs> in the heat of the moment. At the moment. So. Um, the man also. Um, He's just standing there now, aghast. I uh, I look back at Nigel and Cam, and I immediately run towards them to get them away. Okay. But Cam seems to be shaking. Yes, Cam's just sort of standing there, um, open-mouthed and dumbfounded at the moment. I I try to grab them and pull them behind the barn. And I say, do not look into her eyes under any circumstances. I don't know what's going on, but it's brilliant is what it is. She's a, she is a gorgon. What? Like what? from the stories, she is a Medusa, a gorgon. Medusa? Oh. She can turn you to stone with her eyes. I see this. Did you not see what just happened? I saw it. She's on our side, I'm glad. I need to sit down. Where's my dog? What's Winston doing? Uh, Winston is is just uh, mainly just focused on Nigel. As dogs tend to be focused on their owners. (coughs) I need to have Um, a sit. I think I'm having a little bit of a breakdown. Okay. Um, then we're going to snap back to Rod and Bill, um, who are uh, tussling with this woman at the top of the stairs. Um, what are you doing next? Uh, I'm going to take another swing. 
she she parried me once. So I'm gonna okay. so she blocked, and I'm gonna try and come back around and hit her again. Okay. Um, roll your brawl. Uh, nope, fifty-one. Can I use luck points? I'm not in combat. No. <laughs> Damn. Uh oh. <laughs> nice knowing you guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Um, she, her shotgun goes off. Um, and it, it hits you and does four points of damage. Well, I am down to an unfortunate one point of health left. Oh, wow. I'm still not fully recovered from my last soiree. Oh dear. Um, okay, you're, 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 um, Make, make a constitution roll. Okay. It is a ninety-seven. I'm not going to look at oh, your your knees. Your knees go from underneath you, and you just you just you, you crumple. Your body's just overloaded with pain at this point. You're conscious, but barely. And um, yes, you, 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 you're not a happy man at this point. Rod. <laughs> she's still at the top of the steps, right? Yep. I try to kick her so that she falls backwards. Okay. Ooh, there we go. An 11. An 11. Is a hard. Okay, so she's going to need point a good dex roll to pull this up. <laughs> yeah, which was an 86 she doesn't get. <laughs> so, um, she falls back down the stairs. <laughs> um, yeah, just, just roll for brawl damage. Sure, what falling down the stairs damages. That was anticlimactic. One point. One point. Okay. Well, I mean, she's at the very least, she's um, actually. There's a good point. Dex roll for that. Um, Drop the shotgun. Maybe. Oh, or does it go off? She manages to hang on to the shotgun. manages to hold on to it and okay. falls back down the stairs sort of stumbles down the stairs more so um, probably falls onto the bloke who fell down the stairs earlier because mm. he's still down the stairs because um, he actually got hurt quite badly um, okie dokie right but you hear there are you, you hear movement now from downstairs um, 
those of you who are outside, are you still looking at the? You're you're, you're deliberately not looking at the barn, aren't you? At this point? well, uh, we've I've pulled them behind the barn. Okay. Um, I'm I'm extremely concerned. I heard a shotgun go off upstairs. Um, I don't know what's going on between uh, the woman and this man. Uh, I'm going to try and run back around and go into the barn to see if I can go help whatever's going on upstairs. I don't know what's going on, but I'm keeping my hands like this um, so okay. that I don't you, look you, at the woman. You round the corner, and uh, can you make a sanity roll for me, please? Yeah. I actually rolled an intelligence roll because I'm realizing that maybe some of the Greek mythology is true. Oh, yes. That's Four, 47, which is, yeah, it's still within my sanity. Okay. Could you um, just lose one point for me, yeah. please? As you come around the corner, um, you, you come basically face to face with um, the, uh, the, 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 well, the petrified figure of the man who had, who you snatched the, uh, so he's down. froze. He's petrified now too. He's, he's going like this. He's trying to cover his eyes like that, but you can see him just sort of going, looking over the top of his hand like that. And he, he is, he looks like he's just been casting concrete or something. Okay. Um, I'm going, if he's in the way, I'm just going to give him a shove out of the way. <laughs> Expecting him to fall over and crumble. And, he's, uh, he's, not, he's not in the way. He's, you can all right. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get around inside to the building. I don't know if there's anybody in there or not, but I know that Rod and, uh, and Josh are in there. You, you, can, you can hear the sound of, of, of um, fighting in the building. You can hear shots are being fired in there. It sounds like there's something of a war taking place. Similarly, Rod, you can hear similar sounds from downstairs. Mm. And Nigel and Cam, you can also hear these sounds from in there. Um, so at this point, um, Francis has reached the phone box. Yep. What you can do? I am going to be call 911. Okay. Um, or whatever the the British equivalent of 911 is. Call the yeah. number that we gave you. <laughs> or the, whatever the number that I... Yeah, the, the, num the number they gave you will just put you right through to the incident room. Hello? Hello, Lower Pulford Incident Room. Can I help you? Yeah, there seems to be a incident at What's the farm? What's that farm called? Uh, what's what farm? This called? is um. Or, this is out of game, by the way. Oh, um, South Wales Farm. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Uh, it's uh, there's internet South Wales farm. Uh, there seems to be gunshots. Multiple gunshots, like shotgun shots. Well, I mean, what? Um, it could be just. Are you sure it's not just someone lamping foxes or something? No, 
it's well i seen that this one lady in the the scarf and she seemed to be out of having a sledgehammer and then when she happened she a few seconds later chaka started to uh fire just just a a second just a second and the line um goes quiet for a moment and uh, another officer comes on the line and says, right, what's, what's going on? I, like I told your uh, fellow officer there, there seems to be uh, shotgun firing at the South Wales far- uh, farm. Uh, there is a, well, we've seen that, I've seen that one lady in the green scarf. A uh, few seconds later, uh, there seems to be gunshots and screaming and a whole big mess over there. Can you please send someone over there as soon as possible? Yeah, right, right. Don't, don't worry. Don't you worry. Right, you, you stay where you are, and um, we'll, we'll have someone over there straight away. And you can Thank hear there's, you. there's quite a lot of movement in the background, and then they, 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 the, the, uh, the line goes abruptly uh, dead. Then I hang up. Okay. Um, back at the barn then. Um, Rod, you can hear um, quite a lot of gunfire from downstairs. Um, I look down at um, Mr. William. Is he, uh, he, he's collapsed here, right? he's unconscious? He, he's collapsed, he's bleeding heavily from a shotgun wound. Um, and he's sort of, sort of conscious, conscious-ish. He's barely conscious. Is the is the phrase I think we've. Then I think I'll continue my forward momentum in that I just kicked her down the stairs. So I'm gonna reach down and grab the cricket bat that I assume he's either loosely grabbing or dropped, maybe. Okay. I won't fight you for it. Yeah. <laughs> proceed uh, down the stairs and try to clobber. Okay. As you go um, a little way down the stairs, you are greeted by um, what you can only what can only be described as a bizarre scene. Um, the man who fell down the stairs earlier, the the older man, um, is uh, swinging. Um, a shotgun around like a club um, trying to, to hit the, the woman you saw in the airport. Oh, um, okay. in the a, another man is, um, is trying to get around her with a large knife in his hand. Um, the woman uh, who fell down the stairs appears to be uh, in the middle of reloading her shotgun. And uh, there's what looks like um, a statue of another man seems to have appeared just in front of the anvil, which you you don't remember being there before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, the woman from the airport, um, who is, um, you can see, is wearing her sunglasses, even though it's nighttime, is uh, wielding two of the 
um, black glass daggers that you saw previously when she threw one at the, the creature at the pool. Yeah. Um, however, she has now lost her headscarf. And where her hair should be, there's what appears to be... Um, well, they look quite a lot like large ringworms. <laughs> Roundworms is what I mean. Roundworms. Um, there's these sort of fleshy, worm-like growths that from a distance would probably look like hair, but you're not at that distance. They look <laughs> like fleshy, worm-like growths, and I'm going to have to ask you to make a sanity roll. Please. Absolutely. Because you are freaked hell out. That is a fail. Okay, um, I'm going to need you to uh, take 1d4 to see her coiffure. Three points. Do I see Rod on the stairs? Yes. Okay. You see him just coming down the stairs. I'm. I. I try to yell out, Rod! Don't look at her. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm purposely keeping her here. <laughs> okay. Right now. Quick round of combat. Okay. Oh, that's a critical failure. That's a hundred. Okay. Um, right. Uh, the older man. Um, fires his gun at the woman and misses. The uh, man with the knife um, swings at her and, and, and slashes her arm. And the woman in front of Rod, who was reloading her shotgun, uh, rolled a hundred and has consequently um, dropped the shotgun shells on the stairs. Nice and is scrabbling to try and pick them up before they roll um, through the, the slats. Um, the, uh, the woman with the, uh, the unusual hair um, is now fighting back against the, the man who stabbed her. And, uh, oh, that guy is dead. She has just basically just very nearly decapitated him. He just slumps to the ground, dead, as she turns to face the, the older man. And there's a bit of a standoff at that moment. So, what is the course? Bill, you're out of action. Sorry, William is out of action. Um... Cam and Nigel, you're around the side of the barn at the moment. Roger at the top of the stairs behind the woman who's just fumbled the reload. And Father Damielos, you're sort of the nearest person to you is probably the the, the man. I'm I'm in the barn. Um, I'm blocking the woman 
Uh, is there any kind of a, a rake or a shovel or anything nearby that I can throw at the man? No. Not on this side. Um, oh, actually, um, no. Okay. No. Then I'm going to continue moving towards Rod. And I keep telling him, don't look at the woman. Keep your eyes away. Block block the look. Where is uh, where is William? He's upstairs. He's hurt. All right. So that's about all I get to. Okay. Um... Oh, you said the woman dropped her stuff on the floor, right? Yeah. That's right, right where I'm going. I'm going to try to kick her. Oh, okay. Make a brawl roll then. Uh, 29. What is that? Mm, I'm not allowed to use luck for a brawl. Yeah, I got 25. I didn't make it. Okay. Right, you sort of, um, she flinches away from you as you, as you wave your in her face and she was she was at that point more more preoccupied with uh, getting her uh, her routes back that she dropped Rod are you doing anything yep continuing to try to hit her with the pick up okay wow 07 oh nice I do have base combat too. Pick up that you said Josh was a D eight. Yep, a D eight. Four points. Four points. Oh, she's looking unwell. Okay. Yes, yeah, she takes a, a quite a quite a crack on the side of the head. And for a moment, looks looks a little stunned, but is now sort of um, turning around to, to face you at this point. Uh, meanwhile, combat continues between the the woman. What's Cam up to? Yes, what are you two up to outside? Trying to get my senses. Okay. Yes, you're um, you're 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 a bit overwhelmed. Yeah. By this, I mean, you 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 probably got the best view of it from where you were standing. Mm-hmm. You you literally just saw a man, a woman rather, turn to stone in front of you. Yep. And uh, ev- everything's gone rather flat and two-dimensional, and and you can't really get your head around the fact that this is really happening. You're just trying to sort of figure out where you are, and are you dreaming? Mm-hmm. Perhaps you're still on the plane. Perhaps this is all just a dream. <laughs> it's all pretty just much a terrible, terrible mistake. Oh, it's a mistake to be sure. Ooh. Okay. Um, the 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 woman has um, just slashed the bejesus out of the, the old guy who, who given that he fell down the stairs earlier on um, appears to be mortally wounded at this point um, for those of you um, 
which is Father Danielos and, and Rod, who are in the barn with her, um, there is, there is, there's no pause at all in this. Right. She just does not pause for a moment. No sooner has, has she um, put down this man than her knives are back in her bag. She's straight across to the furnace. She has um, the tongs from the anvil and she's taking the, um, the burning ring out from the furnace and putting it on the anvil and sort of looking around her for something. Um, can all of you make a listen roll for me, please? Okay. Uh, yes. Made it. I also want to say something, but go ahead. For, for those of you who've made the listen roll, you can hear the, the faintest beginnings of sirens in the distance. Um, are all of the bad guys dead? Um, it appears that everyone in here is, is dead. Just okay. not the, what about the woman who I just clocked in the head? Um, she's kind of reeling on, yeah, she's, she's still alive. She's just sort of reeling on the, on the stairs. I, uh, I'm picking up my dog and I'm getting out. I, I the, yell. The sirens kind of. Woof. I yell out in Greek, uh, something to the, the extent of our, our friend is upstairs. Uh, Ariadne Kyrios, we, uh, we mean you no harm. Let us, let, before you strike, let me get my friend. And I start up the stairs. Okay. Um, in absolutely flawless Greek, she says to you, take them and go. This is not your concern. So that's what I do. I try to go up there. Rod, help me with uh, William. Yeah, anything I can do to help. Oh, he's bleeding all over me. Damn it. I'm going to have to wash my clothes now. No, At this I point, don't. I think you can just carry my top half away. I don't know that. <laughs> no, we, 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 we each take a half and we bring you downstairs. <laughs> I'm following uh, Nigel. When after, after a few moments after he, he's running away, I just bolt right behind him. Oh yeah, in, in in your state of mind, you you don't really need much encouragement to just run away. You were so, kind of you were kind of thinking about it, and once uh, once Nigel takes off, that's it. You're after him immediately. That's yeah, you, you you're straight away. You're I'm gone. retired. I don't need this. I'm going back, going back to London in my tobacconist in my pub. So we we grab. Uh, William and uh, do we get him out before she does anything? Um, as you're bringing him him down the stairs, you can see her standing there with um, uh, a hammer with the anvil, and she's just smashing this uh, ring to pieces. And as she does so, the the fire stops very abruptly. The fire from inside it just stops. Okay. And um, 
she almost ignoring the fact that you're there as you're carrying him out she just basically just sort of walks past you and up the stairs like she's very determinedly just yep. doing something keep walking know. yeah and let her go just let's doing. get the hell out of here um I'm praying all the time. <sighs> as you're leaving, as you're leaving the 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 barn, um, you can you can certainly see the um, the lights of the police cars coming up the road. Right. I think that we should. We need to get William to the hospital, so. I think that uh, whether you guys want to run out into the field and get back to the car, I'm just going to carry him towards the police cars. Well, the first couple of cars go past you. The, the, the third one stops. And um, He has been injured. We need to help him. They, 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 they know who you are, and they immediately... Um, they say, well, look, wait, wait, we've got an ambulance coming. There's an ambulance coming right behind us. And um, the ambulance uh, shortly arrives and takes all three of you. Um, all, all three of you back to the hospital. Um, it'll take a while for the, the, the rest of you to sort of um, reassemble but um, several weird things happen afterwards. The first thing that happens is that the following morning um, in the hospital, when you're, you're sitting around waiting for news of, of, uh, of William, um, you are visited by uh, Detective Inspector Potter, who rather rather perfunctorily asks you all to sign the Official Secrets Act. Um, okay, I sign it. He, he then goes on to explain to you that um, what happened last night. Um, there, there will be an inquiry. You, you may have to give evidence. Um, in the event that you are called on to give evidence, statements will be provided for you. Providing you're, um, you're okay with that, you're free to go. So we need to get everybody back to their homes. Yes. As far as we're concerned, um, a terrorist group was involved in a plot to attempt to uh, ransom the flight you were on. Um, that terrorist group has now been brought to account. May I ask what will happen to the children? Um, the, the children will be taken into care. Um, with the two uh, youngest children, we, we think there's um, every chance that they can be um, rehabilitated. Um, yes. The uh, the two older boys, the teenage boys, will um, 
will probably have to go and spend uh, quite some time in a specialist psychiatric facility. Yes. They seem to be quite badly scarred by this whole experience. So how is our friend Bill, our friend William? He seems to be stable. He's in a very poor state. He's uh, very, very badly injured. But the doctors seem to think that he will pull through. Right. I think we are all quite exhausted. Yes. Well, anywhere on that prisoner? Um, the the woman, uh, the the woman will be treated as um, mentally incompetent. Uh, she's uh, probably going to father not guilty on the grounds of diminished responsibility. Um, but as he says, I can't see him making to the trial. What about the student, the Cambridge language student? Oh, he's also in the hospital. Um, He's got a fractured skull. Um, it's unlikely that he's going to remember very much about the incident. He, um, they're just hoping that he won't have lasting brain damage because obviously that will uh, inflict his, um, his ability to finish his degree, yeah. which could be rather horrible for him. Um, of the woman, um, Ariadne, uh, policeman makes no mention of her. Yeah, of course. And of course, like later that. on, if you were to, to question any of the local police who were involved in that operation, none of them saw a woman there. That is for the best. I mean, they're, they're astonished that um, a group of tourists like you managed to carve your way through some armed cultists in that way. And as one of them says, um, several times a few days later in the pub before you're allowed to leave, um, what do they have all those statues standing around for? Perhaps they worship them. I don't know. So. Who knows? I suppose at this point you want to know what was going on then. Well, I also want to add that I, I visit each and every one of you to make sure you are okay. After a while, I think I get my senses about me and, and, and after all the hullabaloo, I'm rather looking forward to getting home. No, wait. I want to guess because I think that that was the one ring to rule them all. I saw this in a movie. <laughs> well, Ralph Bakshi. Um, Ariadne, as you guessed, um, was a gorgon. Was, yes, uh, a gorgon, um, a member of a race sometimes named the Medusii. In fact, um, was she, she, um, she was a member of, the, of, of a crew. Um, of uh, uh, a Gorgon uh, vessel that became stranded on Earth um, many thousands of years ago. She's, in fact, the last of her kind. 
Um, oh. Okay. When when the when the vessel crashed on the Earth, it killed several officers, including the sorcerer who controlled the magical energies which drove the ship. So essentially, they were stranded. And over the centuries that they've been here, most of her crewmates, her friends and crewmates, have been killed by brave adventurers. Um, at no point have they ever been a particularly violent race. Um, they've tried as best they can to just survive quietly on Earth without harming anyone. Um, something which she has done to this day. However, um, she has certain um, senses, resonances, and was able to pick up on what was happening in the UK, which is why she was on that flight. She was actually on that flight, heading towards something else, the, the events in Lower Pulford, when she was caught in, in the event that happened. Now, as to what happened in Lower Pulford, um, that story begins way back in uh, 1917 with um, the, the elder, um, Southwell, George Southwell, who was an American cousin of the family who visited Britain with the uh, US Army during the First World War. Um, he was a student of the mythos and realized the farm was on a, um, a site of, of, of great power, which he proved by summoning a fire vampire. And his British relatives became obsessed with the idea of harnessing these magical forces. George promised to return after the war, but he was killed in 1918. So they, they abandoned their, uh, their plans. Um, but in 1978, when Jethro Southwell uh, excavated um, for the additional buildings, the new buildings on the property, he found a bundle wrapped in oil skin, uh, which had been buried by George during his stay which contained two rotting books and a white stone slab. Um, they studied the books, learned several mythos spells and fragments of others, uh, and became committed cultists, worshipping uh, a, de a, de a deity they knew as Cthuga. Ah, they imagined fine. Cthuga to be a man-like creature that, that controlled fire. Um, they were able to use this, uh, this magic, by opening a small gate um, to Formalhalt, which was the, the ring we found in, the, in the, uh, the furnace, which was all used both as a cult object and also to run their central heating system. So dual purpose. Um, they've been experimenting with summoning fire vampires, one of which broke free and burned the, the woods. And their plan on the night that you were there was to summon Cthulhu, believing that he would be this benevolent fire god who would shower them with magical power. In fact, it would have been like a sort of nuclear firestorm. That right. In the local area. Were they going to sacrifice the guy upstairs? Yes. Yes. Um, if you'd uh, examined the... Um, uh, chainsaws a little more closely or gone into the stables. In the stables you would have found um, uh, a grinding machine for um, grinding up cattle feed which had um, 
bits of human flesh and bone on it. Uh, the chainsaws also had what looked like the residue of blood of some kind, which was in fact human blood on it. Uh, and the feed in the uh, cattle and chicken feed silos uh, was tainted with human blood and bone as well. So they'd basically been sort of killing people and then grinding up their remains and feeding them to the livestock to get rid of them. Um, so really, in, in only having a punch-up with them, you've actually managed to uh, avert quite a, quite a huge catastrophe this evening. And... Um, the haystack, had you had you explored the haystack, it actually contains a sacrificial pit oh. inside with a with an with an altar stone, which is where they carry out the actual sacrifices. Um, the stones are all um, the center of an ancient network of ley lines. Good they, call, um, Jeff. they absorb um, magical power um, and charge the, the altar stone on which the uh, the sacrifices are are carried out, which is why after contact with one of the, the intact stones, you had a dream about Cthulhu, because uh, you, you had that, that momentary connection to it. Um, the dimensional shambler was just brought in purely by accident when they opened the rift above the village in one of their rituals. Um, under ordinary circumstances, finding itself there, it would have just winked out of existence again and gone back onto its own plane. But because of the presence of the stone at Drew's pool, it was basically magically anchored there. Mm. That's why when it grabbed Rod, ordinarily it would have just disappeared into another dimension and devoured him. But it grabbed him, attempted to flee with its, with its uh, prize, and was immediately dragged back to the stone which was why it was there entirely. So it was in a weakened state anyway. Um, so who had smashed the stones? Uh, Ariadne had. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why she was carrying a sledgehammer. Right. She was there. I mean, after, after you'd left, she would have smashed the altar. Um, and there were a number of things, magical objects around the place that she would have either destroyed or taken with her. Anything that she didn't get hold of uh, would have been taken by um, a secretive government department and then stored with other things like that in a disused mine in the north of England. Could we guess, too, that if we Sorry went back... Heavy lunch. <laughs> if we had gone back to the... The Drew's pull that that stone would have been smashed too. Yes. Uh, okay. as well, yes. All right. Well, shall we end it there then? Got all of our answers. Yes. yes kind of went kind of late tonight. Yeah. There was there was a if you'd gone into one of the other ones, you could have got um, a combine harvester. Oh. And there were there were combat stats for the combine harvester. Mowed them all down. <laughs> our players included Jeff Wilkins, Bill Mize, Corey Highstead. Uh, Ford Fitch, Josh Hook, and myself with Mick Swan as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron of our show, visit, uh, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, subscribe, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. 
and leave us some comments. We love reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Good luck.